0: Thanks for tuning in to your 9am.
1: Here's the deal, many of the uncomfortable situations that people go through at work are dealt with behind closed doors or never addressed at all. We think this is a problem primarily because we can't fix what we don't know.
0: Adam and I don't have all the answers, but on this podcast we share and discuss anonymous stories from every angle to help you deal with them when they come up where you work.
1: Today we're joined by Tila Evans, who has, among other things, led a black employee resource group at her company.
0: We're so excited to talk with you today, Tila. Here's the story. I accepted an opportunity on a new team after working at my company for two years. My first manager was great, incredibly supportive and there when I needed him, I was able to thrive under his leadership. His other counterparts saw how he was able to achieve his goals and people wanted to share in his success. Then a new manager came in and asked my manager if anybody wanted to join her team. She made promises that appealed to me and I made the change. As soon as I joined that team, I was more reserved instead of opening up and talking to people right away. The manager explained that she saw me laughing with my friends in the kitchen, but not with us people on her team. And she saw this as a problem. She decided to move me from my open floor plan desk to a shared office with more outgoing people to get me to be more social. Under her leadership on this new team, I started falling short of my goals. I was pulling all of the usual levers, but nothing seemed to make a difference. My manager then set up an appointment with one of her friends in HR, who said maybe this wasn't the right role for me, and that this company wasn't right for everyone. I was given two options, performance plan with impossible goals, or leave. Looking around, I noticed that the only turnover on this team was from other people of color like me. I put together an email with everything that had happened and sent it to someone more senior in HR who asked if I thought race was a factor. I said no, because I felt like I couldn't make a strong enough case to make that claim. This person worked with me to get more amicable terms, but I eventually left the company.
1: What were your first thoughts?
0: Uh, My first thoughts were, I feel so sorry that this happened to this person. I think it's, you know, it's, it breaks my heart that they opted into this new situation because it sounded like this new manager was going to help them be even better. And that they were leaving like a really good situation. So it sucks that it turned out this way. Um, And I'm just thinking, you know, from like the manager's perspective as well, like how, how could you, how could you have handled this better? You know, like that's kind of where my first impressions go. Like one, you know, being able to identify, I'm going to make a huge assumption here and say that this person who wrote the story was the only person of color on this team and that they obviously didn't feel comfortable being open and being like part of the team for, you know, maybe they're shy. Maybe they just like generally didn't feel comfortable. So like as the manager, like what can you do to handle this situation better
1: well, yeah, being devil's advocate, it sounded like the manager was trying to...
0: Bring the person in. Bring the
1: person closer to everyone on the team. Right,
0: right. And it just didn't... But it wasn't in but a it, way that, like, yeah. facilitated that person. <laughs> I think that's the challenge as a manager. Like, you have to figure out a way that works for each person. So that's, you know, that's my like, first reaction of, like, wow, this could have gone a lot differently. Um, and then, yeah, it's, like, as as the individual, like, how do you confront these issues in a way that, like, protects your like yourself and your career where it's like you're seeing this happen to other people of color, but you don't feel like you can create, like make this case, so to speak. It's like, what do you do? Like you're kind of backed into a corner.
1: Yeah. Like, well, let's, I, I want to touch on that issue though, where you're the manager and you want someone on your team to, first of all, it sounds like this manager wants someone to fit in. Right. Which, which is, is a like huge a huge, problem. yeah, a huge kind of problem. Uh, but I think beyond that, it's like, what do you do when you realize that someone on your team isn't part of your culture? And how do you sort of bring them in and cultivate a culture?
0: Right.
2: Well, I think that go ahead, Katia. Well, I just think that like also though, it's like when we first it's like there's so many things there, but I feel like for, for people like they have to understand, like, okay, what is your I hate the word culture. You what too, is like, that's your topic? Exactly <laughs> <laughs> Like, what is your team dynamic? Who is that comprised of? And then, like, also have a real conversation with yourself and be like, hey, this is a spectrum. I'm going to have people on my team who are more quiet, people who are more outgoing. And that's a diverse diversity of perspective that is really needed. But, of course, when when you add in this extra layer of, like, skin color, there's all of these, like, antiquated historical, like, policies that have continued to marginalize certain folks that just completely, like, manifest and, like, permeates like all of like society and so like in this context you're like oh I'm looking at this person this person's quiet they have a darker skin color so like I know what this means and it's like it's you as a manager it's not like oh M, do I have like uh you know prejudice I'm like no we all have it so acknowledge it and know in which ways you are prejudiced towards certain people so you can overcome that right uh, I just feel like there's so many layers and like just sounds like a really crappy manager who is just playing the political game
1: yeah well so when you when you when you brought this point up you said you don't like the term culture you said you kind of chose dynamic over that team dynamic um, what specifically about because uh, I guess I'll ask the question what specifically about culture do you not like is it the way that we've interpreted it or is it something else
2: the way that um, tech has hijacked it and made it like this recruiting metric. Okay.
0: Yep, I agree. I think that when you say culture, you are hiding a lot behind it where it can it yeah. can become this thing where it's like, oh, you're not part of the culture. And the culture means right. that like, you're not like me or right. like these other five people. And then you get this homogenous culture, using air quotes here, versus like team dynamic, I think. Plays into uh, there's it's multi layered, like there's room for many Mm -hmm. different people, there's room for different perspectives.
1: But so, is the problem with team culture that it's not defined? Because it sounds like when you talk about, I'm really curious, when you talk about team dynamic, it sounds like there's this sliding spectrum of possibilities. And then when you talk about culture, what you don't like about it is the fact that
0: it's what it's become. It's not, I think that team dynamic is what people thought culture was. You know, back before it got <laughs> wrecked. Yeah. And a yeah, a, a tactic to keep things in mind. But it's interesting
1: because to me, they're both very vague. Team dynamic, you're saying, can be okay. Team dynamic is preferred because it doesn't necessarily sort of try to get everyone to fit into a box. Right. Culture is not preferred I, because it sounds like it's not
0: typically I think typically yeah. and I think that there are outliers here where like yeah. you know, if you define your team culture and part of that is like having a dynamic uh accepting group whatever it is you know then sure like use yeah. the word culture but I think you have to be really careful about it because it has become this thing right that can keep people out
1: but but I guess and, what I'm
2: and... And I feel, I feel like culture is passive and then like team dynamic or whatever, like, yeah, that is more, um, it's more action oriented too.
1: Wait, tell me, okay, this is, this is maybe what I've tried to dig into. Like, wh- what do you mean by that?
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess like for me, I'm just like, oh, the culture is XYZ. It's like this kind of like passive thing where it's like culture is a group of people that have come together around some sort of like shared objective or identity or like whatever it is. Um, And you like interact with each other, right? Or like it's like less of like the interact part. Whereas I feel like, um, like team dynamic more is like, okay, each person is like their own individual, whatever it may be. And what we're actually talking specifically about is how the team interacts with each other. And what's the dynamic of those personalities and, and who they are? Um, yeah, I don't know. And also but, I just feel like second, culture was just ripped from like, you know, mm-hmm. like just affluent white people were like, culture, yeah, you're a culture fit. Yeah. Like, shut up.
1: But so is this like a semantic, is this a semantic issue that we're talking about here? Like, couldn't you say that culture is something that you define as sort of the way that interactions happen? Like, couldn't you say, Yeah. you know, we have a culture of, X, where X is like um, uh, you know we go the extra mile on projects versus yeah.
0: I think no I just think complete them I think that's totally fair. I think that what Tila and I are arguing is that when people lean on culture to say like oh you're not a culture fit like you don't fit into our culture yeah then you're then you're using the lazy definition of it versus defining like what that means for you
1: okay, so whether you call it like uh, culture or a team dynamic, it has to be well defined is kind of what I'm hearing from both of you. Yeah. Although like somehow it sounded initially like team dynamic can be loosely defined and that's okay. Or am I getting that completely wrong?
2: I feel like that that's accurate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: I'll just check it. Long pause.
2: <laughs> Yeah, so
1: so here's what I'm kind okay. of getting at. Um the manager in this scenario was trying to cultivate this culture. Let, let's let say that they had expectations of, uh, they had the best intentions here. Um, what what would have been a better way to go about cultivating a culture when you feel like someone is an outlier and, and maybe that, you know, in this case, the outlier, this person was an outlier for the wrong reasons. It, it sounds like, you know, just not communicating the way that they, The manager expected them to, which is a huge problem, I think. But how can you kind of like pull people into your more well-defined, positive culture or team dynamic, as you guys like to call it?
0: I think you have to figure out a way that fits for the people on your team. Mm -hmm. So for instance, like if if you're expecting everybody to enjoy like a social outing, not everybody's going to like that. And mm-hmm. so, you know, for a number of reasons, like maybe they don't drink, like maybe they don't want to hang out after work. They have their own hobbies and interests that they need to... Or a family. Yeah, or a family.
2: Or no reason at all. <laughs>
0: right. Or no, they just want to go home and be alone. Yep. Like that's, You know, those are all valid. Yep. So I think like you have to figure out like what works for everybody on your team and then find that right balance. So... Is maybe is that
1: realistic
2: though? Yeah,
0: because I mean, maybe you just have lunch like once a month with everybody on your team. Like, maybe it's just like having a more inclusive or more, um, more I don't even know, like spirited team meeting or something. And you I, know, or
2: like, yeah, go ahead. Well, I feel like also, like, um, what we're talking about here is the difference also between a really good manager and a manager who's just not good, average or below. And I think this is definitely the case of a manager who is not putting in the work to Anna's point to understand, uh, like, you know, how they could fit into the team or like what their strengths are. So again, to me, I'm just like, yeah, it's like a shitty manager versus a manager who's really good and like takes the time. Like, I'm not trying to like plug you, Anna, but like I've, you know, (laughs) I've interacted with people like on your team who say really good things because you take the time to get to know them beyond just like KPIs and work objectives. And I think that's real but like not a lot of people as managers do that and so then it comes to the point of like okay is this a normalcy for people and so like how do they overcome that or is it like okay we need like a bigger systemic change so we actually get better managers that can guide people and understand different personalities and backgrounds are are good well thanks Tila (laughs) that's very nice (laughs) yeah
1: Uh, I agree with that I think part of the problem is that you know, and we, uh, people have talked at length about this, but I think part of the problem is that when we, when companies select managers, they're selecting for skill sets that are unrelated to mm-hmm. the skills that you got, you just identified as valuable. Um,
0: right. Which but is, which just is because problem. you're a high performer in your role doesn't mean you're going to be a good leader. 100%. Here's here's
1: kind of a here's yeah. kind of a a question that I have though. Um, is there any more value, or are these two equally balanced? So on the one hand you're saying that Anna Anna's a great manager because she goes above and beyond well not above and beyond because that should be expected of managers but because, it she's, interacting with, <laughs> because she's interacting with I mean like I
2: would like to think so but I don't know
1: yeah but so let's say she's interacting with her team on a deeper level and they value that and it works because it helps her create this culture but is that of equal value or more value than just sort of setting up what the literal culture or team dynamic is? You know what I'm saying? Because there's, there's two, different, two different ways of doing this or understanding this, right? There, one is the personal level and two is like the culture level, which seems more of a not, kind of a non-personal thing, right? Like at the mm-hmm. team level, you can't just think about one person. Mm-hmm. And so you're basically trying to set up like rules and dynamics, if you, if you will, of like how the team is going to operate. And then on the emotional level, you kind of want to dig deeper into like what people's wants how and needs are. How
0: people feed into that dynamic. You are do they both. balanced? Yes, you do both. But are I they think... balanced? Yes, they are. I think.
1: Literally, they're equal. So if you yeah. really.
0: Well, here's why. I'll explain. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think to to your point like if you're actually being intentional about the team that you're building you have to think about what do you want what do you want your team to look like mm-hmm. like what not look like visually but like what is what is it that you want to cultivate about your team and so to do that for me what I've done is I have set out like what are my team values and that doesn't mean like every single person is going to like fit into a specific box, but it's like this is what we aspire to be as one team.
1: Sure.
0: And so we have like four values that we've laid out, and I've you know I share them with the team, like they're documented. What are they? Um. Oh god. I, Putting be, on the spot. I'm like we're gonna will cut back okay. into that. <laughs> 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 um, but I mean, like loosely, like loosely, it's like you know, like we were a very much like a support team so like we like we value like learning like we value teamwork we value um what are some other ones oh whatever we'll cut back in there anyways but so like those are out there and then each person knows like this is what our team is about when you join and then and then as the manager it's my job to like figure out okay like how how do you pull out of each person and um, like the skills or like, the output that's going to like feed into this culture and like make them feel empowered to like uh to own that Uh, That feeling. So yeah, like I think like both are very much equally important. Like one is, think about it as like the macro and one
2: is the micro level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Hmm. I agree. Yeah, I feel like you have to also like you have to do the upfront work to get to know the person, and you have to understand. Mm -hmm maybe not like all the ins and outs of their personal life, of course, but like understand like, how how are they motivated? What do they really care Mm about? What do they do to like find joy or bring comfort to their life? Because I know, for example, there's someone on my team that is really process oriented. And so my manager was like, yeah, let's give this person more process oriented, like data things. And, you know, like Tila, you really enjoy talking with Um, you know, customers and being more outgoing. And so let's put you in front of customers and have you do more like strategic things. So it's just like, you know, going that layer deeper, you have to like understand like your team, especially in the beginning. Right. I mean, again, we don't know like the age, but you're just like, there's this influence of like power. And uh, so it's important to like, that that person calls into that. And clearly again, like this manager had like ulterior motives and you know, They didn't put in the work to actually get to know this employee yeah
1: Hmm. so this person failed on
2: both fronts yeah i think this person person sucks for sure (laughs) 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 Like
0: not a fan favorite yeah (laughs) Uh,
1: what so i know you had a question and i kind of uh continued with my string of questions but
0: yeah Tilly, what was your pivot question
2: oh yeah So I feel like stories like this come up often and in in terms of like, I look back on a situation and I feel like I didn't come out in like a positive light because I didn't know or just like have like the context. So I guess more of like, for me was like, was thinking about the why of it or just trying to dig into this person, the person who is actually like getting moved to a different team who got put on a pip, like diving into like the psychology of like why why do they feel like they couldn't say anything? Um, and like even like playing out what would happen if they would have? Because I feel like that's like the point too. That'd be really interesting to get at for people is like, hey, this is the state of the world. A lot of like really crappy things happen like this. So how are people handling it? And what are we doing until like the, like society or the system can catch up, or we have a better measurement for what a manager is? So it's a long yeah. re- preamble of like. I'm just curious, like, what you both think about the why uh, and how this person acted.
1: I don't even know that I would have gone through all the effort that this person did, you know, Mm. um, escalating this issue to another HR person. You know, had I had that one bad experience with someone in HR, I would have been like, yo, (laughs) I'm out, or I would have shut down completely, and you would have never heard from me again. So, I mean, I I don't know if I'm answering the why, but I think personally... Mm. I I wouldn't have I I wouldn't have gone through what this person went through and and I'm really like impressed that they were able to do this. Right. Uh and and sort of at least modify the outcome to something that works better for them than and what they're trying to do uh with their career. Uh even though obviously it wasn't great circumstances.
2: Right this is a story or a narrative that I've heard like oftentimes um yeah and so just kind of like yeah I guess like, there's like this immense amount of like empathy I have for that person like having to yeah. you know explain like how they show up in the world and then advocate that there's, yeah. There's, yeah. yeah and then, like advocate that they should like they're a top performer but these like goals and metrics keep changing and and, yeah, and also I feel like, you know, I feel like people of color or, like, marginalized groups have, like, really good intuition uh, because, like, we have to to survive. And so, yeah, it's just, like, a shame, like, not having a guiding person to help you navigate, like, what to do. And, yeah. 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 And
0: I, I think, like, one thing that struck me is, like, the why... For me, is sort of like this is that it was the only option available. Mm-hmm. Like there are the. I had oh, yeah,
1: two options, right? Well,
0: right. You either <laughs> leave right away, or like you take the steps that this person took. Um, and so, so for me, the why, like Tila, you said this, like this happens all the time. Adam, to your point, like sometimes, most of the time, you don't even know that it's happening because person just opts out, right? Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. Yeah, I would have shut down. Yeah. yeah
0: honestly saying like I totally would have shut down and just be like nope I'm done like this isn't worth my time yeah
1: yeah I mean I, the, the one thing I'll say kind of going back to a, an earlier point in our conversation is that you know where, where this happened at you know Facebook and people reported it anonymously it's like when you're at a top company and this kind of thing is happening to you like how can you stay optimistic right I mean, you know, um, you mean because,
0: do you mean because like, this is supposed to be like the top company? Yeah. Like, if it's happening it's here. Really it's really hard to stay positive. Not everywhere. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wait, I have a question about that though. Like knowing that all this, we talk about these issues all, every week on our podcast, knowing that this stuff happens all the time. How do you stay positive?
1: Are you asking me personally? I'm asking
0: both of you. <laughs> oh, really good <laughs> well, how do you stay positive? Um, like we have to work. Like we have to, you know, we have to be in the workforce. We have to, like, what and in whatever way we choose, like in one way or another, like we do have to confront these issues. Like, how do you stay positive?
2: I think that the biggest thing is like you have to see each other. Um, so, like, I know in instances where like sexual harassment's happened to me or discrimination in the workplace things that help me be able to stay like positive or I guess positive, positive is like a, a, an emotion that you feel. I feel like you get to after <laughs> you're like mm-hmm. aware and, and, and uh, come to terms with what's happened. But I, I guess the big thing is like, I see so much power in just seeing people in in my own circle, if something happens and I bring it up to certain friends, like I've now grown and grown with my friends to the point where it's not just like, oh, well, like, this person probably meant that. And I'm like, nope, actually, I don't need you to qualify this for me right now. What I need you to do is, like, listen to me and, like, support me and, like, hold me through, like, whatever this experience is so that I can then, like, process it, move through it, and then connect with other people. And through that, like, talking to other people that you identify with or validate your experience or being able to share your experience to help someone else navigate it, like, those are things that make me feel more, like, positive, or, yeah, positive about what the future is. It's more of, like, the community and the processing piece. Like, but you have to, like, see people. I, I absolutely despise it when someone qualifies something. I'm like, that is not yeah. what I'm talking about, and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah, this this idea of, oh, well, this person probably meant, you X, know, y, X. X, Y, Z, yeah. I love your point about that.
0: Yeah, I definitely, I feel like... I'm always trying to see the best in situations. And I, I definitely fall into that trap a lot where I'm like, well, like what could the best thing possibly be? Try to point that out. And it's, you're so right. Like it's oftentimes more damaging than just being like, okay,
2: like this is your experience. And like, yeah. I, I think about this, it sucks. right? Like Anna, like if I camped you and I was like, wow, I just had this really like, like racist encounter. And with someone at like a restaurant where they like clearly like didn't serve me for a half hour and if you were like well I'm sure that it was busy and the person I'm like no that's not what I, that's <laughs> like, really. You're like, wow I'm really shocked yeah I'm like no that's that was that's really hard like tell me yeah. what's going on and yeah and like if you just like see people and acknowledge them like such powerful things happen
0: it's frustrating when somebody tries to justify what yeah. happened to you. And yeah. you
2: can't move through it. How am I going to move through something no. that someone's invalidated? You just told me that, like, that's probably yeah. not how I remember it. So how am I supposed to process yeah. my emotion and, like, move through this, like, traumatic experience? Like, you talking you yeah. talking about this person's story is probably re- really validating, right? Where I'm like, yeah, someone actually, st- like, you see that this happened and it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And so you're giving up a- this person a voice to be able to share their story. And then also it'll resonate with other people and then like, yes, that is not okay. So mm-hmm. we all know this is not okay. All right, this makes it a little bit more positive about how we can progress forward. Right.